It has been some time mm -hmm. since we've last been with this particular series. Mm -hmm. By that, I mean it was almost two months ago. Oh, wow. Was it really? Our last episode was March 6th. Wow. And, and then we did some other stuff, apparently. Yeah, yeah, we we took a minor break. Well, for one, we had to obtain them. Obtain them. Yeah, that was also a thing. You're right. You're right. But now we have them. Well, now we have them, and we could continue me experiencing them. Yes, that is true. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Ow and Ladyum. Hello. This is episode 227. And uh, we are, again, reconvening the Owl Experiences of the Yakuza series with our fourth iteration of this series. Mm -hmm. And also the first one where I'm like, I also have not experienced this game, so I'm experiencing it as well. <laughs> Jared and Al experienced the Yakuza series Yes, now. we uh We finally played through all of Yakuza 3. Mm-hmm. The third game in the series. The first game on the PlayStation 3. This is Power of the PS3. Power of the PlayStation 3. Uh, we played the remastered version, of course, because that's the easiest way to get that game, basically, and have it be playable in a manner that we can both watch. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to get that because I'm going to cut all that out, but yep. a lot of motorcycles went by just then. I heard um, that. So, yeah, I think the PS3 version is still around if you want to get that, but this is just easier to for both of us to watch and play. Yep. So that is what we ended up doing. As you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so this game originally came out in Japan on the PS3 on February 26, 2009. Came out a year later in North America on March 9th, 2010. And in other regions, basically a couple days after that. Uh, came to the PlayStation 4 originally in Japan on August 9th, 2018. I think basically just like as an individual download. They didn't bundle them up like they, do, they did over here. Mm -hmm. uh, came out over here. On August 20th, 2019, and then on Windows and Xbox, it came out earlier this year on January 28th, 2021. Mm -hmm. And so, the version we played is the version that like has restored content, from what I understand? Correct. Okay. Uh, so yes, so we played of the off of the remastered version, which has 3, 4, and 5. Which, these aren't Kiwami-type remakes. They do a little bit. We'll get into some of the stuff they do for these games. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, they kind of make them just run better. Yeah. But they don't really give you, like, a new engine or upgraded graphical fidelity or anything like that. It's basically the same PS3 versions that you would have played originally, but just they run a little bit better here and there. Yeah, hearing you be very sad that you can't run into bicycles is always is a sad thing. It's very sad. How long is it going to be until you can run into bicycles again? Six. Ooh, that's a while for us to. Yeah. Yowza. We gotta. We got a ways to go. Mm-hmm. We can do it though. I believe in us. Yosh. Yosh. So yeah. First game they put out on the PS3. Mm-hmm. You know, taking a a leap from the uh, PlayStation Two. So it, it, you know, it looks good yeah, it's for fine. its time. Like it's not like groundbreaking or anything, but it looks better than the PS2 versions did. So I think that's kind of why they don't really have to like do a whole lot of work to them or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, you mentioned uh, a little bit that uh, the original version of this 
on the PlayStation 3 had some cut content. Uh, Sega will tell you that they cut this content because of time constraints. <laughs> yes, time constraints, I'm sure. Uh, they put out a statement saying uh, the content between Yakuza 3 and for English and Yakuza for Japan is a little different in that we took out certain bits in order to bring the game to the West in the time allotted for us to do so. The parts we ended up taking out were parts that we felt wouldn't make sense, like a Japanese history quiz game, or wouldn't resonate as much, such as the concept of a hostess club. It's weird. We didn't replace the parts we took out, but we made absolutely sure that the story continuity stayed intact so the story experience was the same as the Japanese version and that it didn't take away from the human drama that is so inherent to the Yakuza series. Wow. So the whole entire hostess thing was just taken out? Yep. Like, I, I, I expected the massage stuff was taken out, but, like, the hostess stuff is pretty... It's fine. It's understandable. Uh, they also put out a statement saying... Uh... Uh, the publisher needs to be comfortable enough that there is a strong market in the West before the, giving the go-ahead to local to, to local Japanese releases like the Yakuza series. In a lot of cases, we have a very strong vocal group of fans who demand the opportunity to play these games in their local markets and are very outspoken in their support. However, when the time comes, they are reluctant to stay committed and actually make the purchase. Huh. Of course, this is a, a different time. You know, this was over 10 years ago yes. where, you know, publishers were... For becoming more gun shy about doing localized Japanese releases for whatever reason, um, you know, you, you think of the time, you know, the, of the 360 PS3 era. A lot of the big, bigger games of that time were like were Western games, so right. it makes sense. Like, you know, they'd be like, oh, I don't know about this. Um, it's one of the reasons why like Yakuza Five took a while to get over here, and then like. Like we mentioned earlier in other episodes, like if it wasn't for Zero, like this whole big Yakuza renaissance that's been going on over the last couple of years would not be happening. Uh, Zero is a very, very good game. So I'm, I'm glad that it it was able to revive this because the rest of these are very good games. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I am very, very pleased that I'm actually able to experience the Yakuza series that I did not expect to be able to say that last year. <laughs> so apparently uh we'll talk about this a little bit later but uh we talk a little bit about like the remaster stuff they cut out some trophies here and there mm -hmm. um let's see here they cut out the uh where you the the hostess creation um mini game where you help a hostess become number one that's all cut out wild so none of that is in there um, like they talked about, like going to cabaret clubs or hostess clubs and doing all that stuff is all gone. The massage parlor stuff is gone. So that mini game's gone, and also the sub story connected to it is gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the other ones apparently are Shoji and Mahjong, uh, trophies. So I guess they cut those out as well. Mm -hmm. And then they I also, am. like like they talked about, there was like a Japanese history quiz thing that they was in the original one, and that got cut out. Did we do that? I think it, they eventually just cut it out entirely for the remaster. Oh, okay. For all, 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 all versions. There we go. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. All right. Because I definitely don't remember doing a Japanese history quiz. No. So, yeah, this thing. 
basically they brought out this version of the game, but then they kind of cut out a bunch of stuff that people who like the Yakuza games would want to, you know, delve into. Mm-hmm. Like the reason people like these games is like there's so much side content that you can, you know, you can go to and access and just do whatever you want. Right. But putting it out like this is kind of like you're cutting out like a quarter of the game just because the English audiences are dumb and they don't understand this. <laughs> so that's very weird. It's an odd choice. I'll be real mm-hmm. with you. But again, I think it's one of those things where like it was over 10 years ago and publishers at the time just were very gun shy about this thing. And also it's kind of dumb. Yeah. And it's like that one statement said, like they just wanted to make money off of these. And if they're not making money, why bother bringing them over? Capitalism. Woo! Mistakes were made. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in the massage uh, side quest, like I said, I'm sure there was some cleaning up done. Yeah, we'll uh, get to that. Okay, good. Uh, so uh, this game did sell over 500,000 copies in Japan alone. Which is saying something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was the second best-selling 2009 PlayStation 3 game in Japan following Final Fantasy 13. Wow. It outsold Resident Evil 5, because of course it did, because Resident Evil 5 is a garbage game. Yeah, this is a much better game than Resident Evil 5, and a much better game than Final Fantasy 13. Uh, and then by March of 2010, it had sold more than 683,000 copies. I'm guessing that's Jap- Japanese market because mm-hmm. I don't think the game had been out in the U.S. by then. <laughs> <laughs> or it had been out for like a couple weeks, so maybe that's kind of tallying some of that. Uh, and then they will put out Yakuza 4 next year. And then a year after that, they will put out Yakuza Dead Souls and everyone will be like, huh? <laughs> it's very confusing. Uh, so yes, like we've mentioned, we played the remastered version, and the remastered version does some stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we said, it makes it so you can play the game at 1080p and 60 frames per second. Woo, and you can do it with share play. Mm-hmm. This also says that additionally, while most full motion video sequences have been remastered, some scenes continue to have noticeably lossy compression artifacts, which is true. There is some definitely, you could tell some artifacting here on some of like the some cutscenes here and there mm-hmm. it wasn't all of them but there were some where you're like oh, this is a little funky uh the quiz mini game which had been previously cut from the ps3 western release and relied on trivia relevant to 2000 japan has been excised entirely from all territorial versions okay so you're right mm-hmm. which just makes sense because like um yakuza 2 they cut out an entire area when they read it when they did it for kwami 2 mm-hmm. so this isn't the first time they've like cut some stuff out for these like remasters or remakes, essentially. Uh, a substory that was deemed to be transphobic has been excised. Um, there is a specific substory we mentioned that ties into the massage game parlor stuff, um, where you meet the the masseuse at the at a bar, and she's like, "Oh, I'm, I need to, I'm want, I'm like this guy, and I want to tell him something about me, but I'm real, you know, hesitant about it and all this sort of stuff." So Kiryu like hears them out and all this sort of stuff. And they reveal that they're they're trans. And basically, you can kind of see there's some hints of like, oh, yeah, this could have been very iffy. Yes. In the original version. But uh, the way it's localized now, it's more curious just being like understanding and being like, you know, just tell them how you feel. If they like you for who you are, they'll like you for who you are and all this sort of stuff. And I'm asking a question at first, like, 
is that different than i think he says is it different from like being gay or something yeah. like that um which i mean i could understand him asking that kind of question but yeah he he is ultimately like oh yeah you know it's fine just just mm-hmm. let it let him know and um the the hints that you were saying that it might have been problematic is that like there are multiple times that it like zooms into their faces like on curious faces and yuya's face uh like they're very very shocked it's like a it's a sound effect like a comedic sound effect of like whoa yeah and that happens Um, three times total yeah but i think like the overall content is fine now like i haven't seen how how it was before because obviously it wasn't in the the western release right um and also like it just this the way they do it now makes more sense because that's how kiryu would just be in general like that's his character that's his characterization like it would be very strange for him to like completely change just for this one sub story right and i mean like the way it's written he was open open to it when he thought that uh yeah when he thought that she liked him and Mm -hmm. then he's like oh it's not me (laughs) well moving on Mm -hmm. which i mean his girlfriend cheats on him anyway so we'll get to that Uh, some of the hostesses were replaced due to the likenesses de- likeness deals with their real-life counterparts having expired, which that makes sense. Yeah. Some of them are scary. Additionally, the licensing agreements with PepsiCo and Unilever were not renewed, leading to the replacement of products such as Axe and Gatorade with generic items. Pepsi <laughs> Next bottles are still visible in vending machines, however, which we carried a, a bottle of Pepsi with us through the entire game. We did. As a- you And do. a puffer fish. <laughs> Substory locations are now marked on the map as they are in more recent games, which that makes sense because I I feel like I remember playing through five mm-hmm. and, a, and a little bit of four I did, and I don't I didn't remember like them having substory markers. Like I remember when I played through like six and two, being like, oh my god, there's substory markers. That's amazing. Substory markers are legit. Yeah, that's like a brilliant change. Yes. Uh, requirements for earning PlayStation trophies for activities such as defeating X enemies in certain fashions have been eased to make them less time-consuming. Uh, Kiryu no longer has to be armed with a copy of Tokyo Ishukan to order the special meals from eateries. It's oh. a weird thing. The optional reminisce scenes at the beginning of the original Yakuza 3, which contained video from the original PS2 games, were removed. I think there's like brief instances where you can see like still images of the PS2 games. Mm-hmm. Those are still in, but... Yeah, there's no, like, PS2 footage. Uh, bonuses are rewarded if you've played other games from the team and everything. And then the PC, the, the PC and Xbox One version of the remaster add cutscene pausing and requires confirmation to skip when cutscene skip is enabled, which I wish was in the PS4 version. Yep. That would be very nice. Very convenient when SharePlay decides that it's going to end in the middle mm-hmm. of a cutscene. Uh, and then also, like like we mentioned, they basically added back in all of the stuff that had been cut from the Western version, except for stuff that had been cut from every version into it. So it's more in line with the original Japanese release and also the Japanese remaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, the English localization was updated and brought in line with every other release, basically. Uh, Kiryu's name on his dialogue box is now read Kiryu as opposed to Kazuma and characters referred to him by his family name, followed by the appropriate honorific. Terms like Sunshine Orphanage has been replaced with Morning Glory Orphanage, and both Shintaro Fuma and Joji Fuma have been replaced with the correct Shintaro Kazuma and Joji Kazuma. Oh. Uh, the Mama of New Serena is now referred to as Mama by all characters. The name Mariko created for the PS3 English localization has been discarded. 
Terminology such, such as Aniki has been kept intact as such. Rikia no longer addresses Kiryu incorrectly with the term boss. <sighs> and then almost all the dialogue has been retranslated with an entirely more faithful localization than the original. Hey, boss. <laughs> Uh, the appearance of graphic text overlays in the English release is now in line with the localized system used in other titles. Rather than having the pre-rendered Japanese text overlays with English subtitles, the remastered Western version adopts the system of the first two Yakuza games, as well as that of Yakuza 0 onwards, where the Japanese is displayed first, with an English text overlay coming afterwards. So, like, the original, it would just have, like, Japanese name, Japanese whatever description it was and they, they just put like English subtitles over that mm-hmm. whereas this you know it more is more aligned with the presentation of Zero Kiwami Kiwami 2 6 all of those so there you go that's your remaster updates for this here video game nice now we know now we know uh, gameplay wise it's, it's you know it's kind of what you expect uh, there's no um different uh let's see fighting styles there's just one fighting style you earn xp through doing stuff and then you funnel that xp into four different categories in order to learn stuff mm-hmm. it's a little bit different than the previous games uh at least the remasters of but this is kind of in line with how they kind of do it going forward uh they introduce a chasing mechanic where you can run people down from <laughs> <laughs> vroom 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 uh, this has the revelations. <laughs> we become a blogger. <laughs> where you become a blogger, which is real cool, obviously. Real amazing. Some wild stuff in that. Uh, and then yeah, there's a bunch of sub stories scattered throughout. And obviously, I think the big thing, or the the big difference in this is that it is the the new setting of Okinawa, mm-hmm. where you got a new city and everything to run around in. Uh, Kamarocho, of course, is obviously still there, so that's nothing too new. But you know, it's a it's a new area from what you would be used to at this point. But of course, it's a yak is a game. Yes. So we got to talk about the story. Yes. Uh, this this basically takes place, or the beginning of it takes place a little bit after the end of Kiwami Two. Um. Where Kiryu and Haruka are about to leave Tokyo, they're gonna go to Okinawa and build up the orphanage, do all that stuff. Like at the cemetery, he's like, "Everybody I love is here in this cemetery. Thank you." Oh, right. Also, you're here. Hello, girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Uh, so yeah, you see Sayama shows up there, and she's like, "Hey, I'm going to America," and he's like, "Okay, cool." And that is the last you will ever see of her in this series again. <laughs> they have a mutual understanding. They have a mutual understanding. She cheats on you. How dare she? I know she goes out with an American cop. It's real rude. Honestly, like that's an ultimate mistake. Like, what a downgrade. <laughs> going from. Freaking cure you to an American cop? Come on. So, like, I knew that was a thing, obviously, because I played a little bit of this beforehand. Right. Um, so I knew, like, she kind of just leaves immediately. But I also had heard, like, oh, if you do a certain sub-story, she'll send you a text later. And I was like, oh, that's cool. It's nothing. It's the it's most nothing. meaningless thing. <laughs> it's the stupidest text. 
I was like, what is this? Like, anybody could have sent you that. Literally could have been any. Haruka could have sent you that. Hey, good job on your blog. I hear it's doing real well. Anyways, I sent you an item. Cool, later. He's like, what are you doing? Like, what? Why, why wouldn't it be Mac that sends you that text? That's also a great question. Because, <laughs> like, he's the one that teaches you how to blog. I, it's real weird. I feel like they just kind of felt like they had to do something there. But, like... To address that she still exists. Yeah, it's real dumb. It's real dumb. Um, real dumb. But yeah, they're, they're, they're no more. They're not together. He does keep a picture of her on his desk in the orphanage, though. Mutual understanding. Mutual understanding. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that mutual understanding did include him saying, oh, hey, you could go date an American cop if you want to. <sighs> Poor dude. I know. This uh, dude has a real hard time most of the time. Like, Yeah. <sighs> Poor guy. So so Kiri's about to go to Okinawa. He has to go back to Kamurocho and give his goodbyes to every, all his pals and everything. And then he has to go find Majima and be like, Majima, watch over Daiko for me. You're the only one I can trust with this. And Majima's like, okay. But first we have to fight out of room. After, after you fight him, of course. And he's like, okay. <laughs> uh, and then basically it warps you ahead a couple months where Kiryu and Haruka are now in Okinawa. They have built up uh, Morning Glory. And they have a bunch of kiddos with them and everything. Mm-hmm. New kids. But they keep getting eviction notices and Kiryu's like, this is not cool. I don't like this. We're going to figure like this. this out. He tracks down two uh, members of this uh, Yakuza clan called the Ryoto family. And he's like, hey, stop sending me <laughs> eviction notices. Who do I got to talk to about this? <laughs> he beats them up and then they're like, come talk to our patriarch. So you go talk to the patriarch, Nakahara. And Kiri's like, hey, stop. <laughs> but also you get a uh, an introduction to like, oh, there's a bunch of people who want to come buy up land in Okinawa to make a beachfront resort and everything all this sort of stuff mm-hmm. uh, i am i am forgetting one thing because this game starts in medias ross or medias ray whatever in the middle yes where there's a cutscene where the the ryudo boys show up to morning glory and are like the boss got shot so you rush to a hospital and the boss is like surrogate adoptive daughter is there and she shows you a uh, a sketch of the person who shot nakahara and Kiryu looks at it and is like, um, <laughs> excuse me? And the sketch is of Kazuma. Yep. Which is like, it's one of the things you're just like, um, what? We saw him die in Yakuza 1. That's real weird. I don't know about this. Yeah, I was like, what? And I think you also see a cutscene of, of Daigo getting shot by this guy as well. Yes. So also, these things are happening. Also, this Kazuma guy is hanging out with Albert Wesker. Yes, he is. Um, Important to know. And I, I was very confused because they do some, like, playing around with you that they're like, oh, no, the boss has been shot. And, like, your brain goes to Daigo immediately because mm-hmm. that's that's the boss. Because uh-huh. they don't really tell you it's Nakahara then. Nope. Because they, they, they show the you boss. about the hospital and then it cuts to, I think, the Daigo scene. Yep. So they, they mess around with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically after Kiri's like, hey, I'm going to keep my land. We we time traveled to 2008 
and the Ryota boys show up again. They're like, hey, can you help us? Uh, the girl, the girl's gone missing, Saki. We want you to help find her. Mm-hmm. So Kiryu does that. He runs into this rival family called the Tamashiro family. They are the rivals of the Ryoto family in Okinawa. And Kiryu busts down through his, his office and beats him up. <laughs> Basically. Uh, because of that, Nakahara's like, hey, don't worry. I won't evict you from the land. It's cool. Also, now we're going to be sworn brothers. <laughs> yeah. Just become sworn brothers casually. And then all while that's happening, uh, a local politician by the name of Shoyo Toma shows up, along with Daigo Dojima. <laughs> yep. Hi, Daigo. And, and Kira's like, huh? Huh? <laughs> uh, Daigo's like, hey, the Tojo clan were investing in this uh, whole shindig in Okinawa about the resort plans and everything. Then we we're like, eh. Also, they learned that like there's also a, a rival to plan to the resort where the Minister of Defense wants to acquire it and turn it into a military base. Yes. So there's these two things happening. And Daigo's like, yeah, I didn't realize this that part, this whole thing was going to deal with your land, so I'm sorry about that. We're going to make sure that doesn't, nothing happens to your land. Yeah, we're, we're not touching you, buddy. We're not doing anything with that. And then we fast forward to another year later in 2009. <laughs> Yay! Uh, this is where Daigo gets shot. Yep. By Cosmo lookalike, and then the Cosmo lookalike fi- gets the deed to uh, certain properties in Okinawa. Mm-hmm. Bad things are happening, and then this is where, in the actual plot line of the 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 game, is where the Ryoto boys show up and like the boss has been shot. And this is where you learn it's Nakahara has been shot, mm-hmm. and presumably by the same people. Yes. So Kiryu's like, he finds out that it, the dude who shot him looks like Kazuma, and then he gets a phone call from Kashiwagi, informing him that Daigo got shot, and Kiryu's like, oh, God. Oh, boy. I'm retired. <sighs> the Tojo clan needs me again. I got to go to Kamurocho. Yep. Yari, yari. Yari, yari. Uh, Rikia, who is the like uh, captain of the, the Ryoto family, once is like insistent he has to come with you to, to Kamarocho because he wants to find the person who shot his boss, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Kiryu's like, I don't know about that. Sure, buddy, you can go. Yeah, wink, we'll wink. come. You come with me. We're not taking this guy with us. No, definitely not. Buddy, you go pack your bags. Make sure you get everything. Wink. Get, get everything. Wink. Double check that bag. Haruka, give me my ticket now. Now, now, now. No, no, no. Also, we gotta we gotta help the kids do some stuff for quick. <laughs> we got a dog. We gotta we gotta we we befriend a dog. Yep. That uh Izumi finds and is like, it looks like my old dog. I wanna keep it. And the dog's like <laughs> So you gotta f- figure out a way for the dog to become loyal. Also, you help Mitsuo deal with his crush with Fernoa or Riona, and she has to deal with being racist. She's racist! like oh boy she's super racist and so like for the rest of the game anytime she show up we're just like you're racist <laughs> we didn't raise you like that not yosh not yosh opposite of yosh gosh it's true uh and in, in, in tokyo kashiwagi calls on upon the tojo clan's top patriarchs which include uh yoshitaka mine he's the patriarch of the hakaho clan 
uh, Suyoshi Kanda, the new patriarch of the Nishikiyama family. Which we knew when we saw him. We're like, mm, you, you're going to be a problem. <laughs> Go Hamazaki, the patriarch of the Hamazaki family. And then you get revealed later on that there is a fourth person in there. And that is, of course, Majima. Yes. Who is in a suit. It's so Corporate weird. Corporate Majima. Corporate Majima is a mistake. Yep. Big Kashi- mistake. Kashiwagi basically wants to give or like come up with a plan to put Kiryu back in charge as the chairman as an, on an interim basis until Daigo recovers. Uh, Kanda and Hamazaki are like, no, that's dumb. We don't like him. <laughs> and then Majima's like, I don't f- care. Yeah. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Uh, Kiryu arrives in Tokyo because Haruka bought him a ticket and he definitely did not leave uh, Rikia behind or anything. No. Definitely not. Also hilarious that Haruka has to buy him a ticket. It's very funny. He's like, I don't know how to buy plane tickets on my own. Haruka, please help me. Yoosh. <laughs> but wait, I need to go do golf first. Yes. <laughs> we did a lot of golf, man. We squeaked out we squeaked out some wins in golf. You nailed it, man. You did and then awesome. We tied the the one dude. Made some money off of him. We did make some money off that. Uh so Kiryu has to help out with Stardust. For a little bit because some bad things are happening in Stardust. Uh, he goes to meet Kashiwagi at the Millennium Tower, of course, to talk about bad the attacks. Bad things happen there, too. Yep. And Kashiwagi's like, yeah, things are happening. Can't tell you where Daigo is because we don't want bad people to follow him there, but also there's a traitor in the Dojo clan and everything. It's real messed up. Uh, you also eventually fight some weird men in black dudes. Yeah, that don't speak Japanese. So anyways, you, uh, the meeting of Kashiwagi happens and then a helicopter shows up and just opens fire on the office and shoots up Kashiwagi. Yeah, he, he's riddled full of bullets. And Kiryu runs away. And he has the all bloody piece of paper now. He's all blood on him. He's got to run away from the cops and presumably Kashiwagi is dead, but not really. <laughs> dead with quotation marks. Yeah. So obviously you wouldn't, like they basically kind of nail him into a grave in this game by they're like he's dead he's dead he's dead he's dead yeah but uh if you play yakuza 7 you find out he's not dead he's not dead no he's just he's a bar owner now you know what honestly like i don't blame him yeah stuff keeps going wrong he got shot a lot mm-hmm. like he deserves a break it's true uh eventually you run away from the cops and you run into date who's now a journalist He's investigating the corruption, the potential cor- corruption about the Okinawa resort deal mm-hmm. uh, between the the Minister of Defense and the other dude. So they go to New Serena, which has now been reopened and everything. And Kiri's like, "Hey, there's a traitor in the Tojo clan." Dante's like, "Hey, would you like to know about the new officers of the Tojo clan?" Here's some pictures. Also, Here's the picture of Majima is hilarious. It's real good. He's like, hey! "It's real good." Honestly, though, like if Bajima's going to take a picture, it's probably like that. <laughs> yep. Uh, so out of the three sub- suspects, uh, Kiryu's like, I think this guy leading the Nishikiyama family is probably the one. Also, they keep going after the Cosmo family, so also that that doesn't help. And yeah. then he gets a call from Rikio, who's like, hey, I'm in Tokyo. And Kiryu's like, oh, crap. crap. Arka, you're supposed to keep him behind. Crap. Crap, crap, crap. So you have to go like find him. Because he's lost and doesn't know how to get anywhere. I mean, then, I would also be like that, honestly. 
And then eventually you go to a uh, a hotel to find Conda. <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole sequence where they have to sneak in by pretending that they are a couple together, uh, Kiryu and Rikia, as I'm yeah. saying. And eventually you get, you find you have to go and find him in Conda in a room, and it just becomes like you just busting down every door to find him. <laughs> In this hotel. The whole thing with Rikia and uh, Kiryu is hilarious because the old lady's like, you know, this is that kind of hotel. You really can't come in here unless you're like that. And Rikia like grabs on his arms like, oh, we're like that. I just <laughs> never, like, get to, huh? I never get to see him. And like, you know, we, we just need our free time. And then like the old lady's like, oh, oh, of course. Of course. This is amazing. Look at this love. I'm like She's real into this. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just like holding on to him and like, rubbing his arm and then they get into the, the elevator and Kiri's like dude what he's still like, doing it and Kiri's like enough <laughs> knock it off um also it's worth mentioning that um when we first are introduced to Kanda uh he is loudly banging somebody he's loudly boinking he's doing the bone zone and um all of his his boys are just like, yep, this 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 is this is a normal Tuesday. This is what we deal with. But yeah, now we're at a love hotel. We have to go through all the rooms. Mm-hmm. It's like, lots of people are just lying next to each other in their underwear. Yep. Casually. <laughs> and they're like, huh? Gary's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, oftentimes you'll open a door and there's nobody there, and then you turn around. Oh no, there's someone there. I've been ambushed. Here <laughs> you come on. You know better than this. It's true. And then eventually, eventually you find uh, Conda, or you at least chase him to a like a VIP room, and that's where you fight him. And the fight happens, and you beat him up. There's a rotating bed and that a is. big like bathtub, and these mm-hmm. things on the wall that he pulls off. Mm-hmm. And then you beat him up, and you're like, "Hey, give us some answers." Uh, Kanda's like I didn't. I wasn't the one who killed Kashiwagi. I don't know who shot Daiko and the other guy. He thinks uh, uh, Kanda thinks it's Hamazaki because Hamazaki's basically been getting getting friendly with uh, the Chinese mafia, mm-hmm. and he thinks he's building up like an army for something to go to war or something. We see him blow up a Chinese restaurant earlier in the game. Yes. Uh, that leads us to our next chapter where there's a cutscene that features Hamazaki with Majima and he, Hamazaki warns Majima that, you know, Kiryu might find out about stuff, so you gotta deal with him. Which, of course, is actually, that's how it's all gonna happen. Yep. Uh, Kiryu eventually finds out that Majima was involved in the Okinawa deal because he find, he sees a picture of Majima and one of the dudes that are doing one of the things. So he's like, well, I better go find Majima at the construction site. See what's going on. So he heads there and there's like... At the area where the Commercial Hills construction project is, like nothing has been built really. Mm-hmm. It's still under construction, quote unquote. There's a single singular building there with a phone in it. So yep. Kiryu like tries to pick it up and ring it and like nothing happens. He's like, oh. He goes back outside the building, and, like, the entire building is surrounded by people. So many dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they know him, so, like, they kind of just, like, let him go. And they're like, yeah, here you go. 
Uh, so he has to go down the purgatory and everything, and then and Majima leads him to the Colosseum. He's like, oh, you know, it's a, it's a quiet place to talk. We can just talk there. It's still corporate Majima, by the way. Yes, corporate Majima. Uh, and then all of a sudden, when you're in the Colosseum, he just like, Majima just snaps his fingers, and everyone, there's like a bunch of people there. The lights are on, and it's like, eh, the Colosseum's back. And the cage comes down. <laughs> and the cage comes down, so they have to fight Majima in the cage. You beat him up, and Majima's like, yeah, okay, this is fine. Let's, I'll tell you everything about this. Let's go let's have a chat. Let's go have a chit-chat. So you have all that and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, hey, I wasn't the one who did the attacks or anything. No worries. I think Hamazaki's probably responsible. And I've got proof. Ba-ba-bum. Let's take you to the florist. <laughs> Time to take the elevator down to this office part. Yes. Florist is still is now back into purgatory. He's no longer in the Millennium Tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, Millennium Tower's the, cursed. It very much is. Uh, the florist tells him, tells Kiryu that before Daigo got shot, Daigo asked the florist to look into the Tojo clan because he thinks there was someone traitorous in the Tojo clan. Mm-hmm. And then he shows Kiryu footage of Hamazaki's uh, base of operations where there's a bunch of Chinese mafia folks. And also the snake flower triad is here. Because they are working together with Hamazaki. They're also like running or basically roving into Kamurocho and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So Kiryu's like, well, that's not good. This is bad. Yikes. Ruh-roh. Uh, So you basically have to fight your way through a bunch of the Snake Flower Triad. They kidnap Rikia as a way to get Kiryu to come fight. And then basically you fight your way through everyone. And then you have to go up to a rooftop where you find uh, Lao Kalong. Uh, the One of the, the dudes you fight in Yakuza 1. Yep. And you have to fight him and some of his dudes. They have Rikia, like, up on his knees, like, with a sword to his neck, like, Mm -hmm. they're gonna behead him. Mm -hmm. So, like, you beat him up, and then uh, Lau's like, oh, we're gonna kill this guy anyways. Like, right before he's able to give the order, you just see, like, gunshots go off, where Lau gets shot in the head. The other two guys are holding The other two get shot as well. And on the other roof is, is the person who looks like Kazuma. Speaking English. Yes. Uh, Kiryu's beautiful like, eyes. Kiryu asks him if it's actually him, and he's like, beautiful eyes. <laughs> That's what my brother said. My brother. <laughs> my brother. And Kiryu's like, what, huh? English? I'm also, very I think confused. It's so funny that like he tells him one thing about this guy, and it's that he has beautiful eyes. <laughs> Well, maybe because, like, because what we learned later about the the Kazuma boys is that maybe they didn't get to talk much. It's funny. That, like, this kid's basically his son, and he, he has beautiful eyes. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, he's a strong boy, or he's got, he's very driven, or he's he's got good morals. Or he's got beautiful eyes. Yeah, he's just like, oh, you're, you're Kazuma Kiryu. Beautiful eyes. Beautiful eyes. <laughs> so hilarious. funny. <laughs> So after all of that, Kiryu is very confused, so you go back to Purgatory and hang out with the boys. You're like, yo, guys, what up? What's happening here? This is messed up. Yep. Before that, uh, Hamazaki is like, uh-oh. China's going to come kill me. I'm going to go into hiding. Ba-ba-bum. And they, they um, the florist and Majima and all of them are mm-hmm. speculating about him being 
swimming with the fishes. Well, they don't speculate, I think, that until Mine shows up. Eventually, yes. Yeah, Mine shows up. He's got a big briefcase, and he's like, Kiryu, I've brought you an apology. I think this will suffice, and it's the severed head of Kanda. Messed up. It's real messed up. And Kiryu's like, why would you do that? And Mine's like, I wanted to stop the war because Kanda was going to kill you. It would have been very bad. He's and useless. They, and basically, they also insinuate that like they think Hamazaki is sleeping with the fishies. He's sleeping with the fishies. Uh, I mean, like, did... if you had a giant blowfish like we did, wouldn't you want to hang out with the fishies? It's true. We did keep a blowfish with us the entire time because it was the... the first fish we caught. The entire time. As you do. <laughs> Look, if, if the game's going to let me carry a fish the entire game, I'm going to carry a fish the entire game. I know. I mean, Resident Evil 4 was mm-hmm. proof of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Kiryu is very concerned about the way Mine is handling himself. He's like, hey, do you think Daigo would have done this? And Mine's like, no. No. Definitely not. Definitely not. But also, I think you're a hypocrite, Kiryu, so f*** off. <laughs> Also, I realize we've gotten this far in the game and have not really mentioned Kiryu's original outfit. And that's it's tragic. very good. He wears a floral like shirt. It's just like a button down. He's just he has the same kind of slacks and everything. But he's very he's a more casual Kiryu. He's got like four buttons of this button down undone. <laughs> he's very much in dad mode. Yeah, he's super. He does the dad squat so much. He does. <laughs> he does the dad squat so much. He's like, I'm gonna squat down and talk to you, child. What what's your problem? Talk to your talk to your papa. Talk to your uncle Kaz. Kiryu's <laughs> a good dude. He's such a good guy. Uh, Never murdered anybody in his life. Never. Has anyway. Great fashion sense. Great fashion. Great fashion. Uh, so basically, you leave purgatory after all that, and then you get a phone call from the defense minister, who's like. Hey, you want to come to the diet building and have a little chit-chat? I got a, a large information dump I would like to give you. Oh, my God. It's such a huge info dump. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. You get so much information. Like, at one point, I was just, like, blanking out a little bit. I'm like, oh, man, Kiryu has really good posture. <laughs> Which true. is not what you're supposed to be thinking of at that moment. But it's just like, <laughs> info, 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 info. Do you want to know everything about the plot of this game? Here you go. It's basically, yeah, it's basically that. Uh, Dante weasels his way into coming along because he's like, I should probably come and see what's going on. Make sure You're you like, don't oh, nothing bad happens to you. He's a he's a reporter. I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, so basically, the defense minister Tamiya is like lays out everything. Like, hey, the whole resort defense plan is kind of BS. We are using it as a smokescreen to lure out this like dangerous. Uh, rogue unit called Black Monday and we think if they, we tell them that like oh we got this cool new weapon that's going to keep Japan safe that like they'll come and want to buy it so that's the reason why this whole plan exists also we're working with the CIA yep um, the guy that you think is Kazuma is actually his brother who is a CIA agent, CIA agent. and a former do or former former cop yep which is what and, and Kazuma's like or Kiryu's like, why did Cosmo never tell me about your brother? He's like, uh, Tommy is basically like, yeah, he couldn't really tell you that because, you know, a high-ranking member of the Tojo clan having a brother as a high-ranking member of the police, not something that's going to fly. They're on very different paths here. Yes. So, yeah, they're trying to find out about Black Monday, basically trying to to get out the, the leader of Black Monday, who's this guy named Andre Richardson. 
So Tabia is working with them to, to basically do this. Also, he's friends with Brutta, Brutta Cosma, who's Joji. So he's like, I, I want, I need to make sure he doesn't do anything dumb. So Kiryu, I have two, two things I would like you to do. Two favors for me. One, save my secretary who basically left me after he found out that the whole plan was fake. And now he's working with Mine and all those guys. Uh, Mine is also like working with the other side of the, the coin. Yep. They're not doing great things. So, hey, Kiryu, can you save him and just make sure he doesn't die? Also, save Joji. Make sure he doesn't kill kill Toma. And also, just, like, talk some sense into him as a friend. Thanks, if you do, buddy. If you do that, I will make sure the orphanage does not get closed down. You will be free of any of that. Everything will be fine. And Kiryu's like, all right, I guess I will do this. You know, I, this guy seems all right. I can see, I can see where he's coming from, but then he's also like, they're like, they're having, they're entering a conversation, and just a bunch of folks just show up. Yep. And it's the like the other minister's uh, security detail, and he's like, yeah, you're probably gonna have to fight your way through this. <laughs> so but Dante goes out the back. Yeah, Kiryu just walks out the front. And is like, all right, come fight me. And this fight's weird because like you just get like a bunch of like dudes just kind of keep spawning in, but like in order to contain you. There's just a wandering wall of dude to move with you to have, make sure like, you don't shields. like to make sure you just don't roam around everywhere. It's real weird. <laughs> so funny. So and we then, beat our way through a lot of those dudes, and then and then Majima shows up. Majima shows up in a truck, a pink truck, a pink dump truck, a pink dump truck with like leopard print interior. Mm -hmm. And also, he's dressed normally again. He's dressed back like normal Majima. I was like, yay! He like Majima. he rolls in and then like slides into like right in front of the the diet building and he's yep. like oh god I killed Kiryu I write him over oh god oh god oh god and he's like Kiryu where are you and, and he's like you're like I'm I'm over here Majima I'm fine he's like oh thank God oh it's good <laughs> that's not how I want to kill you at all <laughs> so Majima is able to get Kiryu out of there and then Kiryu goes back to Okinawa. And the news is like, man, this was weird, wasn't it? Look at this guy in this pink dump <laughs> yep, truck. <laughs> basically. Uh, once Kiryu gets back to Okinawa, he sees that Nakahara is out of the hospital and everything. Oh, so and Majima all... wanted to go with him, but Majima did not get yeah. permission to go. And he's just manspreading like crazy. Kiryu is basically like, I have to go do this myself. Yep. It's the only way I can do it. And Majima's like, well, when you get in that mindset, there's no changing your mind, so... Don't die All out there, right. kid. Yes. I'm just going to manspread and drink. Mm -hmm. uh, Tamiya calls Kiryu and is like, hey, Toma's going to be in meetings all day. Joji's not going to attack him. He probably will come the next day, though, when he has free time. So when that happens, you need to go find him. Mm -hmm. So Kiryu gets to go hang out with the kids and everything. Uh, we, get, we, could, we could put on a wrestling show. Yeah, we did. That was wild. Because Taichi, one of the kids, really likes wrestling, and then he basically tries to drop kick on another kid and misses and falls on his back and basically has an asthma attack. Yeah. It's wild. They're like, oh my yeah. god, you will never be able to wrestle again if this is really true. So they put on a wrestling show to cheer him up and everything, so it's Kiryu and Rikia under masks <laughs> doing wrestling moves, and it's real good. <laughs> it's it, super funny. And then Taichi runs in at the end to help him out, to help Kiryu out. <laughs> Yep, and then the doctor comes back. And he's like, "Never mind, you have a buckwheat allergy." Yeah, it was just a buckwheat allergy. It's fine. He'll be okay. Can, it was just a very minor allergic reaction. 
Just don't let him eat a bunch of that and you'll be okay. Yeah. Too much soba, not for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Haruka gets caught up in a stolen credit card scam. Yeah, she she's does. Like, cause she's like, I heard Ricky uh, and the other guy talk about how they're like, there's no money. We need money to keep things open and everything. I had food. to, I had to get a job. And then like Ricky uh, show, shows up and he's like, yeah, we weren't talking about that. We were talking about our place. <laughs> I'm you sorry you misconstrued fun. that, but yeah, you guys are fine. <laughs> what is that guy's is like, name? I oh, can't remember. Uh, Mikio. Okay. Uh, and then they, Kiryu and Haruka have to come together and make the other kids realize that they need to treat Ayako better because she keeps doing things to help the other kids and they keep taking advantage of her basically. And then she runs away. You have to chase her down through all of Okinawa. Yep. And then you bring her back and they're like, here's some gifts. Sorry. We like you helping us. Yay. Yay. Uh, and then the next day you have to find Toma who's in a strip club. Yep. Just, He's in a know, pole dancing club. He is for sure. They definitely show you that. <laughs> yeah, they do. So Kira goes to the club, finds Toma, and then also finds Joji there as well. This is where you gotta fight Joji in a big old fight through the strip club. <laughs> Kiryu eventually wins, and they have to take a minute because Joji like passes out. Yep. Kiryu goes into relax mode, takes off his coat, has his like regular shirt on, drinking some water. He's like, mm-hmm. "I brought you some water, man. Can Party you, can you tell me what's going on, Uncle Dad? Uncle Dad." Yeah, so Joji's basically like, yeah, everything you said is kind of true. Sorry about shooting Daigo Nakahara. I, I mean, it wasn't really me. It was the other guy, but... It was an unfortunate Unfortunate side, side effect of this whole thing. Real bad. Also, uh, he's able to convince Toma that, like, Tommy was, look, was actually looking out for him. Yep. And, like, didn't want him to lose his way and everything, so... Toma's able to get away scot-free and everything. So... Kiryu and Joji have this like huge like this big conversation about everything, about what's what all is going on and everything, and Joji's like they basically kinda of confirm like, hey, Mine's probably the one gonna go after Daiko and everything. So you we gotta I'll stop him. Out. I will make sure I'll I'll, help, I'll get the CIA to come help you as well. Yeah. Uh while they're having this big conversation, um, Taichi runs into the strip club and is just like Help. We gotta come back now! Bad things have happened. We're and just like, there's a child in the pole dancing club. Who let this child in here? Who we get a conversation, or, or a conversation, a, a cutscene of Mine and the Tamashiro family coming to Sun or to Morning Glory, and they basically just destroy the building. They shoot the two other guys in the legs. Mm-hmm. They drag um, off uh, Nakahara. Yes. And then uh, Mikio gets takes a sledgehammer to the back and into the head. Over the doghouse, because they're yes. going to destroy the doghouse, and he doesn't want that to happen, because mm-hmm. he helped build it with the kids, and he's sad. I was just like, oh, that dude's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, they take a bulldozer through the, the fence of the place, and go through the orphanage, and yeah. It's bad. Bad yeah. news. Kiryu, Kiryu there and he's like, very oh, mad. Okay. I mean, obviously he would be very mad. That's really not cool like these kids are gonna have super terrible trauma mm-hmm. uh Mikio's alive surprisingly yeah. um the whole time we're like hospital 
hospital hospital please hospital they do eventually take him to the hospital (laughs) they do eventually take him to the hospital and he he makes it through but dude i i was like he's either gonna be paralyzed or he's dead Mm -hmm. um but yeah kiryu is just like oh no you do not do this Mm -mm. you done Mm -mm. messed up you done messed up we were just like oh no so basically you have to like take care of the kids and everything and make sure they're okay but then you eventually find out that like Nakahara has been taken to the bullfighting ring. Yep. And that's where they are. Rikio wants to come, and Kiri's like, no, you are not coming. I'm not letting you go out there and just let yourself die for this. There is other times you can prove yourself to be a man. This is not one of those. We're not letting you die unneed- or unneedlessly or needlessly. Yeah, don't, don't die for nothing. Don't throw your life away for this. There will come a time when you can do that, but that tonight is not the night. So Kiryu runs to the bullfighting ring. Tamashiro's there. Nakahara's in the middle of the bull ring, surrounded by bulls. You know, as you do. And Tamashiro's basically like, yeah, I'm, I'm here to basically make sure that I can stall you. Because Mine's found Daigo. Knows where he's at. Uh, eventually, Tamashiro fires a gun and makes sure to, to provoke the bulls into fighting Nakahara. Which, like, Nagahara is amazing here because a bull comes charging at him and he grabs it by the horns and flings it. Yeah. And I'm like, aren't those things, like, a ton? They and we looked it heavy. up and they weigh a lot of weight. A, lo- a lot of weight? They weigh a lot a of A lot pounds. of weight, yep. Um, uh, so he, it's amazing. He's able to do this because uh, Saki and Rikia show up. And Rikia's like, I didn't mean to come. I, she she ran off by herself. I was chasing after her. It's not my fault. <laughs> Monsaki never talks and she says something like dad or something. Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh no, 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 no. I, I got I to gotta live now. She called me dad for the first time. Mm-hmm. We got to do this. Because <laughs> he loves this kid. He mm-hmm. adores Saki. Even though she's kind of like straight out of a Japanese horror film. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so yeah. you fight Tamashiro and his dudes and you beat him up and everything. And then you're able to save Nakahara and all that. Yay! She Saki gets to be uh, reunited with them and everything. They're happy. But then Tamashiro regains consciousness and tries to shoot, shoot him. And Rikia jumps in between and takes the bullet. Yeah, he was gonna shoot Kiryu and mm-hmm. didn't didn't happen. He was about to fire again, but Joji is there and shoots Tamashiro in the head, killing him. Yep. And he's like, oh, I arrived too late. Dang it, my bad. Sorry. So. Rikia basically is bleeding out and Kiryu has to hold him in his arms as he dies. And he does ask, like, is this a good reason for me to mm-hmm. throw my life away? And I'm yeah. just like, Wah! Okay. Anybody who's listened to this for a long enough time knows. <laughs> I know where I you're sim- going with this. I sympathy cry. I always sympathy cry. And so, like, at one point when they're talking, Kiryu starts crying. I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. no, 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 no. Oh, no. And so I start crying. Mm-hmm. And so after this cutscene, I was like, I have to, I have to go to the bathroom real quick so I can clean up my face. <laughs> it's real embarrassing. It happens, buddy. No um, worries. But this is not the last we will see of Fujiwara, his voice actor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he'll be back in a few games. He'll this is a different a, character. That's a different character. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Rikia is able to die happily because he he feels he's able he saved both of the the two men he admires the most and respects the most. He was able to save them with his life so sad and Kiryu would just like essentially just like balls in front of yeah, him it's he's like, so sad it's really really like 
it's a very emotional scene and mm-hmm. Kiryu is just straight up crying and like Rikia looks up at him at one point because the water is falling on him and he's like uh You're like, but, oh. yeah like Kiryu's very very upset by this mm-hmm. I mean understandably he's like this kid is a kid he's like in his early 20s I think yeah and Kiryu at this point is 40 mm-hmm. so like he's seen some stuff and like I think he's just also tired of people that he actually gives a crap about dying yeah I mean, legit anybody that he really cares about either leaves him or dies. Mm-hmm. Except for Haruka. And Date. And Date. Right, Date. And Majima. Majima! And Daigo. Yeah, well, Daigo actually did try and die on him here, but... It's like four people, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, considering the fact that, like, he's 40 and that's what's happened, he only has four people he can, like, consistently rely on. Like, that's pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, he... he he obviously gets really attached to this kid and he's he's very bummed out by it. And yeah. especially because he knows that like Ricky also tried to protect his kids as best as he could, um, like during the whole thing with the orphanage too, and um yeah, you know, obviously Kiryu's kids mean a lot to him. Yeah. Anyway, this is sad. Time to get on a freaking jet. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, after all that, uh, Joji leads Kiryu and Haruka to an airport, and is like, "Hey, Haruka's going for some reason." Yeah. He's like, "I got you a plane to get to to Tokyo," and Kiryu's like, "Oh, this is how you managed to get back and forth so quickly. It's just a freaking jet. It's a jet. It's a fighter jet." Thanks, CIA. Uh, so yeah, Joji's like, "Hey, I'll be right behind you. Don't worry. I'll send. I'll when everything's done, I'll make sure I'll send a helicopter to get you guys out of there and everything." But you need to get to back there to make sure Mine does not kill Daigo. Yes. You gotta stop all this. Also, there is a few CIA agents that came with me that I have not been able to get in t- contact with. That mm-hmm. seems really suspicious. I yes. don't know what that's about. Anyways, see ya. Bye. Enjoy yep. your jet plane ride. So Kiryu goes back to Tokyo. Uh, and then basically you kind of like wrap up some stuff there. There's a, there's a specific scene. I, this is like one that you didn't see, but like... Haruka's like, why did you bring me here with you? <laughs> like, that's weird. And Kiryu's like, uh... And basically, Haruka's like, are you... Do you think you're going to... Are you coming here to die? Is that why you brought me with you? Like, do you think you're going to come here and that's it? This is the end for you? She's like, I don't want that to happen. No. No. And then Kiryu's like, hey, you're going to stay in New Serena. <laughs> yeah, Dante, look so over my kid. <laughs> It's so weird. He brings Haruka here, and it's just like, all right, time to stay at New Serena with Date. Yay! It's basically they only bring her here because they need her for a specific sub-story, and that's the only reason that narratively she should be in Kamarocho. Yeah, so they had to like just come one... up with a reason to for her to be there. Yeah, because um, there's the whole sub-story with the guy who tried to commit suicide because of the hostess who was bleeding him dry. And, and Yakuza or- 2. And Yakuza 2, and they're back, and, um... Oh, boy, that, that sub-story goes places. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, man. Oofa-doofa. Oofa-doofa, indeed. But it's literally the only reason she's there. Yeah. And I guess you could do some of, like, the, the trust stuff. Oh, true, you can't do the trust stuff. In Kamurocho, stuff. but, like, we yeah. didn't really dive into that. No. 
Uh, so yeah, if you basically can, that's your time to finish stuff up because you can travel between both areas and whatnot. <laughs> through, through the jet plane. Via the jet plane. <laughs> and then eventually you make your way to the hospital where you gotta yep. fight through a bunch of the Hakaho clan and eventually you make your way to Daigo's room except Daigo's not there. But it's, guess who it is? It's Agent Richardson. Albert Wesker. A.K.A. Albert Wesker, A.K.A. the one guy that is leader of Black Monday. Yeah, who's part of the CIA, but rogue he's a CIA. rogue. So you got to fight him a couple of times as you make your way back up to the roof where yep. Mine is taking Daigo. Sorry, it's the roof. Sorry, yeah, he's on the roof. He's on the roof. Yeah, the weird thing, I guess it's not really the weird thing, but like they actually got a, a guy who speaks English to play this role of mm. Richardson. So it's interesting because like Kiryu is just speaking Japanese to him and he's just speaking English at him. Like they're supposed to just understand each other and all that. Yep. But also he just says rough. Rough. He's on the roof. He's on the roof. <laughs> Both of us were like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, Kiryu eventually makes it up to the rooftop. He finds Mine and Daigo there. Daigo's just laying in bed. He's in, a, he's in a coma. He's taking a nap. Yeah. I mean, he's like, I'm going to put a gun to Daigo. And Kiryu's like, that seems dumb. You shouldn't do you that. You shouldn't do that. And then Mina's like, hey, I was an orphan like you, but no one no one liked me. So I had to pull myself up from my bootstraps and make myself very rich. <laughs> Everyone else is just interested in themselves. They're greedy. That's it. No one cares about me. But then Daigo cared about me. And now now I was got very confused. But now I don't want to see Daigo become just a vegetable, so I'm going to kill him, put him out of his misery, and I'm going to become the leader of the Tojo clan and lead it to what Daigo wanted and everything. Also, I don't like you because you are you like orphans, and you were an orphan. People liked you, so I don't like you. And Daigo likes you. Yeah. Kiryu's um, like, you're dumb. Yeah, you're, you're, you're really dumb. You should maybe not do any of this. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, he, he's he's still alive. You you realize he's still alive, right? Like, no, he's dead. Um, very dead. <laughs> and, and the whole thing is, he was like, yeah, I wanted to join the Akaza because like that's where people can become like brothers and have that connection. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I wanted that. He also he mentions like he bri- he basically bribed his way into the Akaza. Yes, he went to Kanda. After he had gotten out of jail and was like, here's a bunch of money. Get me into the Tocho clan. Yeah. Um, There was something else I was going to mention about this guy. And now I'm totally blanking on what I was going to mention. Heck. Mine. Mine? Mine, mine, mine. Uh, oh, I'll mention it later. Okay. I was I was gonna say he has he has a secretary who's been helping him all along that like is always keeping him on mm-hmm. track of hey this is what you need to be doing and she becomes relevant in like a second but yes. we could talk about her more. Um. So basically, you have your confrontation and then you fight Mine and Kiryu wins. As you do. You go shirtless. You do go shirtless. Shirtless. <laughs> Uh, I believe this is where it, it it goes into the scene you were talking about. He gets a phone call from his secretary, and his secretary like, you know, I've been very worried about you and everything. Also, you know, this is, this money deal that we need your approval on these 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 stuff with with Dubai and all this sort of stuff. You know, we could make billions of billions. I need here. your answer like right now. I need now. your answer right now. And then me, you know, it just like takes the phone and just like, I thought someone cared about me, and it's just nope, just wants money. Yep. It's real dumb. It. I thought, thought you actually yep. gave a crap about me because you couldn't get in touch with me. But no, that's that's all it is. And then he's basically like, Kiryu, you can take Daiko. I don't care anymore. Uh, but they get interrupted by Richardson. 
this is where Mine is like, he's the, the leader of Black Monday. He's like, wow, I'm shocked. What? Um, Richardson shows up with some CIA dudes, and they're going to take down Kiryu and Kiryu and Mine. Uh, before they're able to do that, Daigo like awakens, picks up Mine's gun, and just shoots like the shoots Richardson and the other agents. Blap blap. And Daigo's like, "What is happening?" I love that Daigo just like rolls out. Was like, "All right, time to shoot some people." So bad things are happening. I gotta spring into action. What is happening, man? Um, Richardson gets it back up again, even though he's been shot. And then he's going to try and kill them again. But Mine basically charges at him and like holds him and drags him to the roof. Or not the yeah. roof, the edge of the roof, I should say. The roof. The edge of the roof. <laughs> and he also gets shot a lot. Yes, he does get shot a lot, but he's still able to like drag him away. And mm-hmm. he apologizes to Daigo for failing and everything. And like basically tells Kiryu that, like, you know, the, the quintessential villain thing of things would have been different, maybe, maybe. Maybe things could have gone a different way. Wish I'd met you before. Yeah. And then he just fall they fall fall off the roof. They they go bleh. Uh and then Daigo's like Kiri, what just happened? Also, was Mine the traitor? Don't tell me Mine is the traitor. And Kiri's like Nope, definitely wasn't. He would never do that. He was nope, a good him. dude. Not him. We just he liked you, know, you. Had to have a fight with his shirts off for no no reason. No yeah, reason. Yeah, we we were fighting the CIA guys. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, as that's happening, you see the helicopter with uh, Joji and Haruka's on it for whatever reason yep. fly by, and they're like, I guess we're going to pick these guys up. And we're like, Date, why are you not watching Haruka? <laughs> Date, <laughs> please. Joji, why do you have Haruka? What happened? Uh, we get an epilogue. Yep. Where, basically, uh, Kiryu's saying goodbye to Yuya and Kazuki again. And like, hey, we're going to Okinawa. Things are okay. Yay. As Kiryu's leaving, he gets uh, approached by a very homeless-looking Hamazaki. Who's like, yeah, the Snake Flower Triad killed all my dudes. I've been expelled from the Tojo Clan. This is all your fault. I do not like you. And Kiryu's like, but you could you could make, you know, you can rebuild your life. It's fine. I can help you. I can help you. Hamazaki's like, yeah, maybe you can. Let me come shake your hand. Blah. Blah. Let me stab you in the gut instead. And Kiryu's just like, looks down and is like, oh man, I got stabbed in the gut again. That sucks. <laughs> this is terrible. And even then Kiryu's like, you know, you still have a chance to change. It's fine. Yep, yep. Uh, Hamazaki gets tackled by Yuya and Kazuki and then Haruka eventually sees and is like, oh no. Yuya is a real one. Like, Yuya is always really stepping up. It's true. Good job, Yuya. And then, oh, that's that's your cut to credits. Yeah, I forget exactly what Kiryu says, but he says something that's, like, sort of profound and in the credits. And you were like, is that how they're going to end this? Is that how they're going to end this? I was freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, because my thought process is they're going to end it like this, and you have to wait until 4 to see if he actually survived it. Mm-hmm. But that is not the case. Uh, there's a post credit scene where we go back to Morning Glory Everyone's there. Uh, Nakahara's there. Mikio's there. He's fine. He's fine. He they, can walk. He, He's He alive. built a new doghouse for the dog. Mm-hmm. And Kiryu is back in his, his cool, casual outfit. Just unbuttoned shirt now, but he's got like a bunch of bandages around his tummy. Yeah, he's wrapped but up. But he's fine. Yeah. And everyone is, is, is very happy at the moment. Yay. For now. For now. 
because it's a Yakuza game, you know how long that'll last. Man, can't wait until the Tojo clan has another problem. <laughs> they already have one. I know. <sighs> I'm just saying. I know. Tojo clan's going to be in trouble, and Kiri's like, all right, got to spring back into action. All right, let me go put on my suit again. Oosh. Oosh. Oi. Oi. Oi, Tojo clan. Tojo mate. <laughs> mate, yo. Mate, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man also just worth mentioning so far this has been the weakest one in terms of karaoke yeah yeah i would agree with that it was a bummer um where would you rank this game in terms of the games in general that you've seen mm, okay so far i'm not gonna count seven at all because i haven't seen all of it yeah um so of the four Zero still top. Um, then I would put two, mm-hmm. three, one. Yeah, I think if we were ranking them of the ones we have played, I think that would be about what mine would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I might go either way on zero and two. I like both of those games a lot, but mm-hmm. I think three is just like a, it's a little bit better than one, but like it's definitely the weakest. It's it's not as good of a Yakuza game as the others that we've played. Right. But I feel like that's kind of a general consensus. Yeah. About this game, so not super surprising. And we got cheated on. It's true. With an American cop. It's very true. How dare. Terrible. Mutual understanding. Mutual understanding. <laughs> but it was nice to see Kiryu, like, kind of chill and hanging out with his kids and doing the dad squat and all that like that was really enjoyable to watch yeah he's like you know what this is what i should be doing in my retirement and then it gets pulled directly out of his retirement pretty hardcore mm-hmm. it's gonna continue to happen <laughs> oh i believe it yosh yosh not yosh i just want to <laughs> retire and run an orphanage uh, so that is Yakuza 3. We will be continuing this with Yakuza 4, which we've already started. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first game that features multiple protagonists. Yes, besides Zero. Because Zero, Zero came later. Z- Zero wasn't out yet. Yeah. Uh, we got four protagonists, obviously, because it's Yakuza 4. Wild. Um, and then also, we'll have five protagonists for Yakuza 5. And then we'll have one protagonist for Yakuza 6. Wait, do you really get five for five? Yeah. Oh, wild. Okay, cool. Um, another thing I was going to mention just because it's hilarious is like the kids in this game walk with like so much intention like they are ready to go they really are every single kid is like I gotta be somewhere and I gotta be there now I have places to be things to see get out of my way it's hilarious also if you jump at a kid you'll just get flung backwards <laughs> wild yeah um but yeah so we've started four um and we'll see how that goes mm-hmm. see see what kind of shenanigans the tojo clan can get up to now i'm sure they will get into shenanigans but we're not even playing with kiryu now nope Mm-mm. we'll get to that next time though yep uh, well not any... next time next week but next time we yes. get to the yakuza games 
Do you have any final thoughts about Yakuza 3 that you want to parlay to the folks? It good. Okay. I'm looking forward to seeing Fujiwara again, or hearing Fujiwara again. I mean, you'll be seeing him. I'll see his face, yes, but I will also hear him, because here we only heard him. Yes. That was definitely not his face. No. Eventually, I will hear him and see him. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. He's a very good actor. Mm-hmm. He's good Did- in six. Oh, he's really good in this one. Like, that that dying scene was, mm-hmm. it was intense. But yeah, I'm excited to see him in six. Yosh. 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 All right. Well, that's going to do it for, for this week's episode, then. Yep. If you would like more from us, head on overseas to com or sac.cool where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. Also, my columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. You can buy our books, One Shining Moment of Critical Analysis of Love, uh, Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pack Pan on amazon.com. Ooh. Follow us on TikTok at anime checkup as well. Mm-hmm. The hottest place for anime get your your quick reviews mm-hmm. and you can support us on patreon patreon.com slash s-a-c-o-v-a buy us a slice of pizza get access to unedited versions of this podcast and bonus podcasts as well on there yay cool stuff next week will be something else we'll see I mean d- yes it will be something else yeah I, I just don't know what, <laughs> what it'll be yet But it'll be who knows. But we'll find out next week. Yeah.